You're listening to the Senior Bulletin Podcast with Darren Marlowe, the podcast where we discuss issues that matter to seniors. Hello, and welcome to the Senior Bulletin, where we discuss issues that matter to seniors. On this episode, we'll hear from Chef Rich Rosado, the founder of One Plate, which is a culinary school website that's inspiring, educating, and leading the movement that we can live healthier lives through our food. And One Plate's objective is to free consumers from pharmaceutical companies and educate them on the power of food. So, Chef Rich, welcome to the Senior Bulletin. Thank you, Darren. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so honored to be able to talk to you and, uh, and to all your listeners. So, uh, we're actually we're all excited to have you here on the show today. And uh, Chef Rich, among other many of your accomplishments, you're a former United States Marine, and you're also Hoorah. a grad. <laughs> and you're also a graduate of the prestigious uh, Culinary Institute of America. Um, yes, sir. Tell us about how your career began and how you got to where you are now. Uh, it, it didn't start in the kitchen. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> I was a former, like, I went to high school, uh, joined the Marine Corps right after high school, did my time there. Uh, I did actually one week on ship. We were, uh, we were sent out, so I got to do one week in the kitchen on a ship and it was horrible. I hated it. I couldn't wait to get out and get back into the desert and the sand versus being in that kitchen. I couldn't stand it. But once I got out and then we, uh, you know, I did jobs here and there and took a cooking job and kind of just fell in love with it. You know, food has always been a part of us growing up. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. So food has always been a big part of growing up for us. And, you know, all family parties always ended up in the kitchen and it seems like all parties always end up in the kitchen so I watched my mom cook more and more and more and I, I guess I just fell into it and went up to the CIA to take a tour I heard about it went up to the CIA to take a tour and just fell in love with it and been doing it ever since so what are your specialties uh, classically French trained but for me so, I mean, if you had to ask me if I had to choose one, I mean, I will always have, like, a little extra piece in my heart for French cuisine. But the more you do it, the more you start to appreciate uh, every type of cuisine because I think every cuisine has, like, something to give. You know, and as a chef, I never want to change that. I just want to appreciate that. So I couldn't say I had a specialty or, like, a favorite. You know, whatever I'm making at the time, I guess, would be – you know, my favorite, whoever I'm cooking for at that, you know, at that moment would be my favorite thing to cook. Okay. So you've cooked for professional athletes, business moguls, and celebrity entertainers, as well as one of the former first ladies. Uh, tell us more about some of those experiences. You know, the, the experiences are good. Uh, a lot of crazy food, uh, especially with some of the athletes, you know, you really get to see how they eat and how much they eat. Mm-hmm. You know, and you really start to appreciate, you know, the life of a professional athlete. It's it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of eating, a lot of, you know, working out. But I would say out of all of them that you mentioned, my favorite, and the one that is, um, I guess, the most inspiring and, like, has, has touched me the most, is I've done a lot of work for hospitals, for cancer patients, for diabetes patients. So for me, you know, I, I think that's that's the special place in my heart is cooking for them instead. And what are some of those hospitals? Uh, there's a Florida hospital out here. There's a RMC that has a cancer 
uh, cancer uh, uh, patients. Um, Arnold Palmer, we've done some for out here as well. So we've really gotten to get in there and, and uh, work with some of the, the patients here. Our last one that we did was for throat cancer patients. So we did a smoothie for them. We did a soup for them that was really calorically, like extremely high, but it was power-packed with all kinds of vitamins and antioxidants and nutrition, which is good for them because this is what they needed. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were losing weight because they weren't being able to eat like they normally would. And obviously you need the nutrition for fighting cancer and for, you know, keeping all that away. You know, most people can fight cancer once, but it's unlikely that they can fight and win two times or three times. You know, so it's important that we jump in there and kind of help them with proper nutrition, what you should be eating, what you shouldn't be eating, you know, what you should stay away from. And then surprisingly, you know, some foods that are high in like potassium or high in vitamin C that most people don't even know. Hmm. And what will give us an example of some things that are, that most people aren't aware of, like are have you know are full of potassium and, and uh, vitamin C. What like like a potato? A potato has more potassium in there than a banana does, huh. with less sugar. You know, and there's a lot more you can do with a potato than you can with a banana. And then there's vitamin C. Uh, a red bell pepper has three times the amount of vitamin C than an orange does. You know, so and these are the things that you can put in all kinds of food, all kinds of you know different courses, you know, to kind of boost up your amount of vitamin C or vitamin A or antioxidant or you know any kind of nutritional things that you need. It allows you to use you know different ingredients. And again, these different ingredients bring different flavors, which just heightens up the dish that you're making. That's interesting. I I just recently read about how important it was to include. Uh, possibly a banana in your diet every day, and maybe it's better to include potatoes instead is what you're saying, huh? And again, only because of the sugar content. I mean, I mean, obviously, you, you should be always be eating, uh, you know, fruit. Mm-hmm. But if, if you had to choose one over the other, I'd rather you eat more vegetables than fruit, only because of the sugar that's in fruit as well. And again, I mean, there's always arguments about, oh, well, it's healthy sugar, it's this and that, and you know, most people don't understand the difference between sugars, and, and that's what hurts sometimes because they overindulge mm-hmm. with some things. You know, but again, within the potatoes, you have sweet potatoes that are very good for you. You have regular potatoes that are also good for you that allow you to use them in different ways. And that's what I want, you know, people to understand, that you can do this cooking and do it in different ways, still staying within budget because I don't want you to spend a lot of money on on food but still producing high-quality, quick, delicious, nutritious meals. Got it. Now, you believe that, that all people are of infinite value, which is, which is I, I fully uh, follow you on that, and therefore we should focus on serving the whole person, the mind, the body, and also the spirit. Uh, tell us some more about your belief. For me, what we've noticed, and I've been doing it for uh, uh, like many years now, so what we've noticed with people is in order to make a real change, you have got to be committed to it. And in order to commit to it, it can't just be, well, you know, you're just saying, well, I'm going to do this, because normally it doesn't work. You know, what we've found is you have to be emotionally committed, you know, to it. Obviously, you have to eat properly, but you have to be also physically committed to it. You know, I can live with you every day, and I can cook every single meal for you, and if you're not mentally prepared for it, or if you're not mentally ready for, you know, for all the other things that you have to do with it, nothing will ever change. 
you know, so in order to do that, you know, what we try to do is not only work in the kitchen with you, but also work mentally with you, you know, to make sure you are, phys- or you, you know, you are mentally prepared, you know, for the changes that you have to make. You have to make yourself go outside and just exercise a little bit. And you'll see the body is amazing because what will happen is the body will get used to it and it will actually push you. Mm-hmm. To do, I feel good. I feel better today. I can go a little bit longer. And we're not talking about going out and running like three miles if you haven't run before. What we're saying is just get outside and walk around the block, you know, one time this week. Every day, you know, one time. And then the next week, another one. And, and you know, and keep on progressively adding on. And you'll see it's these little baby steps to success that actually will propel you to be, you know, the healthier and healthier and healthier stages where you actually push yourself to do more and more things. Absolutely. Now, Chef Rich, you're also the founder of One Plate, which is a culinary school that's inspiring, educating, and it's also leading the movement uh, that we can live healthier lives through food. Uh, tell us a little bit more about One Plate's objectives. Our object, we, have, we have three core values that we kind of live and die by. And that's our smart shopping, so you can save money at the grocery store. You can choose, utilize, portion, and properly store healthy foods. We have our educational component, which is educational culinary techniques. So you can also cook and create healthy meals that are not only nutritious and delicious, but that are easy and fast. We don't want you to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. And our ultimate goal would be to really lead this movement of resourcing food as your greatest medicine. You know, what we want is for you to use herbs and spices because these are power-packed with natural antioxidants and anti-inflammatory and, you know, all kinds of vitamins and minerals that will do the same thing as a lot of these drugs that they're prescribing. But it's been shown time and time again that food can actually reverse and prevent chronic illness. And this is where we really want everybody to go to understand that your kitchen can be your pharmacy. You know, and our food can be our greatest medicine. We just have to make sure that we do it properly and within stages or steps. You know, we don't ever promote any kind of diet because we know diets don't work. You know, could, I mean, we can come up with some crazy diet and make it trendy. And, again, I, I, like, I wouldn't feel right because I know it's not going to work. Most people aren't going to have success. But if we do it with this one plate at a time mentality, you know, where we do these little baby steps, this week we're just going to eat one healthy dish. Next week, we're going to introduce another one in a week on them. Before you know it, you're eating healthy. This will give you long-term success, and not only for you, you know, but for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, many people uh, like myself, we've discovered that eating healthy can sometimes be a little bit more costlier uh, than eating things that are not so healthy. Um, what are some of the smart shopping tips? Uh, that you can share with the audience so that they can save money on healthy foods? And this is where we get a little controversial with, with some people. I mean, we've done a lot of research, and I, have a, I took a year and I wrote a book, you know, Food is Our Greatest Medicine, and we really detailed the differences between organic and conventionally grown. And nutritionally, they are the same thing. An apple is an apple is an apple. Once you get over that, And then you start to get into the pesticide argument. Well, UC Berkeley actually did a study and found that organic products do use pesticides. They're not regulated like conventional, but they do use pesticides. So we want to get that out because what, what pushes this argument that, you know, eating healthy is expensive 
is the cost of organic products or the idea that if you can only eat organic to be healthy. That's not true. You know, so we really push the, the you know, the idea that, you know, uh, uh, fruit is fruit. Vegetables are vegetables. And I want you to eat them because nutritionally you're going to get what you need. Where we kind of get it and say, okay, what, what I want you to do is eat in season. Whatever's in season, you should be eating. Whatever's out of season, you should kind of stay away from. And then frozen vegetables. Frozen vegetables in some cases are just as good for you, if not better, than their fresh counterparts. And, again, that has to do with in season. So there's nothing wrong, and quality or uh, price-wise, frozen vegetables tend to be a lot cheaper than some of, you know, your fresh counterparts. But again, that goes hand in hand with our culinary techniques because you, you have to know how to kind of cook these, you know, these frozen vegetables if you're using some of them. You know, and even with, when you're using fresh vegetables, you want to be able to apply the proper cooking technique because if you overcook a vegetable or a fruit, and then nutritionally, you've just cooked everything completely out of it. So we want to be careful. We, we have, uh, like, I guess our top five that we talk about in the book, our top five kind of smart shopping tips. And the first one is, you know, you want to have a weekly budget dedicated to food and then a detailed grocery list, and then you want to stick to it. If you try to do your, what we find out, if you try to do your grocery list while you're shopping, you end up picking stuff that, you know, you don't really need. And after a while, after the whole entire year, that that adds up to a lot of money that most people just discard. So we want to make sure you do your shopping list at home and only get what you really, really need. Uh, number two would be fast food. Definitely stay away from fast food. I mean, it might have a cheap price up front, but the you know the price you'll pay physically and through healthcare costs uh, skyrocket. So we want to be careful with that. And some of the food. You know, with these fast food places, um, I mean, I, I struggle to call them food. You know, it's more of a overly processed chemical concoction than food. So we want to be careful with some of that. You know, and, and again, these are one of these things. We don't want to listen to any kind of advertising, marketing, news, news outlets, what they say about food. Because what they'll do is they'll push like a trendy diet. They'll say today tomatoes are good for you. Tomorrow, you know, tomatoes are not good for you. You know, so we want to kind of stay away from that because what it does is it just makes it very, very confusing for the person that is trying to do the right thing. So it's better if you listen to professionals and if you listen to any kind of marketing or, or advertising. Uh, number four is you want to make sure that you eat. And, and this seems like uh, an easy one, but most people don't do it. It's so funny. You want to make sure that you eat before you go shopping. You know, going to shop on a like an empty stomach, you know, wreaks havoc on on your purse at the end of your shopping spree because what happens is everything looks good, everything smells better, you know, when you're starving. So you want to make sure you eat prior to going in. You want to stick to the outside perimeter of the grocery store. And this is probably one of the most important ones. Everything you need to eat, you know, wisely is on the outside perimeter of the grocery store. All the aisles in the middle is where you kind of want to stay away from because that is the overly processed foods that you really shouldn't be eating or putting in your body at all. Anything that can stay on the shelves for one to two years is something you definitely don't want to put into your body. I'm guilty of shopping while hungry. <laughs> oh, most of us are. <laughs> yep. That's most a- of us are. And then the donuts look better. 
the bread smells better, you know, this box of, you know, cookies or whatever, that looks better because you're starving. You know, most of us do that. And, yeah, we definitely want to just eat something before you go just so you're not starving because then it's that, that's when you start to pick out things that you don't really need to eat. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned eating things that are in season. Um, how would I know what's in season? Uh, we have a list that's on the website that you can go to that, that, that'll show you what's in season, what's out of season. You know, and most of these other websites that you go to, uh, you'll be able to see stuff like that that's in season. I mean, right now you'll have a lot of berries that are in season, uh, a lot of melons that are in season, uh, cabbage, carrots, eggplant. I mean, a, a lot of greens that are in season right now. These are the things that I really want you to eat. You know, they're going to be power-packed with nutrition, but they're also going to be flavorful because it's the time of season that they grow in. So depending on what part of the country you're in, it might change a little bit. You know, but for the most part, you know, your onions, your broccoli, cabbage, uh, carrots, cauliflower, celery, you know, these are all going to be in season now. A lot of potatoes, radishes. But again, what we found out is it is in season, but what happens is most people, like we've done a lot of demos all over, cooking demonstrations, where people don't know either what the vegetable is or they don't buy it because they don't know how to use it or how to cook it properly. You know, so we spend a lot of time kind of educating people on, you know, this is what a rutabaga is. You know, this is what an eggplant is, or, you know, this is how we cook this, or this is how we can utilize this, where it's super easy to implement it. And then we treat it like like we, we do grilled zucchini, and we treat it like it's, like it's a piece of meat. You know, we season it like we would like a, a, a steak, and we just throw it on the grill and grill it, and it has amazing, amazing flavor. Interesting. Now, the rave right now is everything is meatless. So there's meatless patties of all sorts um, that I believe are made from vegetables and other soy and things like that. Um, how do you feel about the, the meatless products? And, and again, this goes into our like a whole mind, body, and, and spirit type of mentality. I mean, if you want to stay from processed foods, and then you can't can't say that these meatless burgers aren't processed. They are processed. They're overly processed. And what they're finding out now, like with some of the gluten-free products and some of the vegan products, like they're soy-based proteins that really aren't good for you that you really shouldn't be consuming. You know, I'm all for, if you want to cut down and scale down. I think as a country, we need to scale down on some of the meat consumption. We don't need as much meat. You know, we should, you know, uh, eat more vegetables, you know, but to do meatless stuff, I'm I'm not, I'm not into that. You know, it's just an overly processed thing that again, some of them are high in sodium. Some of them are putting more chemicals in there, you know, because they're removing the natural products that are in there. So I want you to stay away from that. You know, for me, it's kind of the same um, like philosophy of the the fake sugar versus real sugar. You know, with this fake sugar, the saccharin and sucralose and all these fake sugars, I mean, they're sweeter than regular sugar. So if the, if the, like if your goal is to get off of this sugar, and then why are you introducing a, a chemical additive 
to your diet that is three and four and five times sweeter than regular sugar. You know, as a country, we definitely need to scale down on the sugar. We don't need to replace it with a chemical additive. We just need to remove it completely. Absolutely. Can you tell us more about your website, uh, One Plate, and also uh, what we'll find there? So the website is number one and then the letters PL and the number 8.com. And what we have on there, we have, uh, we're putting up a lot of videos on there now. We have uh, a bunch of podcasts on there now that talk about, you know, some of the little changes that you can make. Uh, we have a lot of material on there that talks about, you know, some of these food things. You know, you can order the book from there and also read about the book. But we really want to tell you that there's other ways that we can do this that are culturally sensitive, you know, the, to the way people eat. You know, we don't, we don't, you know, promote any kind of diets. It kind of gives our whole philosophy on who we are and how we can serve you. And that's our whole mission is just helping people. You know, we have no dog in the fight. I don't, I'm not, I don't grow organic products or I don't grow conventional, you know, vegetables or, or, or fruit. I just want you to be healthy. You know, so our whole thing there on the website is just promoting a healthier lifestyle that's easy to maintain, that shows, that shows real gains and goals. You know, what these diets will do is they'll only show you like little snapshots of success. So I go on this diet, I lose some weight. And then in five years, I've gained all that weight back once I stopped this diet, but then I gained an additional five pounds. And what kills me is the emotional, uh, the emotional trauma that that causes, especially for younger people. Uh, it's that up and down. I lose weight, I gain weight. I lose weight, I gain weight. Now, every time I gain that weight back, I start eating more because now I have an emotional like scar. So now I'm eating because I'm stressed or I'm eating because I'm angry or I'm eating because I'm sad. You know, and this is what brings on a lot of the chronic illness for later on. You know, so this is what we want to stop. We have to get you off the diet, eat like you normally would eat, and we'll work with you. And, that, and I think that's what differentiates us because we are professional chefs. You know, we know, no one knows food better than us and no one knows cooking techniques better than us. So I can work with any cuisine, I can work with any culture and say, okay, we can tweak this and tweak this and we can work on portion sizes you know, to, to make it where it is very, very healthy for you. But, again, that's only half of it. You know, the other half has to come from you. You have to be, you know, willing to make these changes, you know, and have to be kind of almost buying into it where you want to be healthy and you want to do it the right way. And it's a little bit more work, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience that I haven't covered? I mean, we, we have a cooking show hopefully coming out soon. You'll be able to see the videos on our website. So hopefully you'll be able to see those also online and and uh, hopefully on TV soon. And, again, everything is geared towards our three core values, saving you money, saving you time in the kitchen, and, and leading this movement of getting you healthy. Because we, as a country, we need to get this done. And we can do it. We can all do it together if we work together. Mm-hmm. And, again, how do we get in contact with you? You can definitely go to the website, sign up, uh, become a member of our family. It's totally free, and it will send you. Uh, we also do for people. We understand that some people don't like to cook. As much as that breaks my heart, I understand some people don't like to cook. So what we also have is we do healthy meals for people that we've shipped everywhere from California to Ohio, you know, to all over the East Coast. So we can definitely ship meals, you know, all over the country. 
you know, for people that just want the meals and want to eat healthy, want to eat, you know, properly portioned meals, you know, but just don't want to get in the kitchen and cook. So we can definitely take advantage of that. You guys can take advantage of, you know, watching all the videos that we have, learning as much as possible, being part of our family. You know, everything goes through the website, or you can give us a call at 407-374-9690. We'd, we'd love to talk to you. Perfect. Well, Chef Rich, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, the information you shared with us is invaluable, and we all appreciate it. And, again, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Darren, for having me. Uh, it's really an honor to talk to you and talk to all your listeners. I really appreciate it, and I hope that you know they'll give us an opportunity to serve them as well. Absolutely. You have a great day. Thanks again. You too. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Senior Bulletin. Please subscribe to our podcast and enjoy more of our future guests as we discuss issues that matter to seniors. Also, be sure to visit our website at www.theseniorbulletin.com. I'll talk to you on the next episode.